the Functional Flex Cave Cast, coming to you live from the Strength Cave headquarters. Here is your coach, Ryan Milton. Hey, Strength Cavers, it is Ryan from Functional Flex, and guess where I am? I just happen to be in the Strength Cave, and this just happens to be the brand new podcast. This is the Cave Cast number one. Now, you might be sitting there thinking, Ryan, what the what the hell are you doing, man? Why are you making a podcast now? You're already all over the social medias, the Facebooks, the Instagrams, the Twitters, the YouTubes. Every time I log into any of my stuff, I'm just seeing your posts. I can't get away from it. And now you're trying to get inside my head, get in my headphones, get in my ears, and make me crazy? No, you guys. I am absolutely going to deliver rock-solid content to you on this podcast that is going to totally and completely transform your entire life in and out of the gym. Now, this podcast, The Cavecast, has been specifically created and dedicated just for you and everyone who has ever asked me a question or has ever wanted answers to a question. So I went ahead and made this podcast with the assumption that all the questions I get asked all the time, and there is a lot of them, I have made the assumption that all of you can benefit from the answers to really good questions. This podcast, I'm going to give you my opinion. I'm going to give you another approach, another idea, and it's going to be quick. It's going to be a quick, hard hit in the face so you guys can get this knowledge and take it right into the gym, take it into the kitchen, take it into the mindset, take it somewhere and utilize it. I'm not trying to do a two hour and 50 minute podcast for you guys. I'm trying to answer the questions you give me and blow it up so that you guys can take it and get it out there and use it and make some transformations. Okay, I'm all about you guys creating results in your life and achieving your fucking goals. That is what this podcast is about, and that's why we're here in the Strength Cave today for Cavecast number one. Okay, so basically what I did this week, you guys, is I put up a post and I said, hey, send me your questions for the first Cavecast, and a lot of you guys sent stuff in. You dropped them in the comments, the direct message, the email, all that. It was great, and I picked about nine questions I'm going to answer here today. There's a ton left over, so I'll use them in future ones, and this week, when I drop that post, you guys get in there and send me some questions. I'm going to do my absolute best to take time to give you rock-solid content that's going to transform your life. I'm not giving bullshit answers. I'm giving you the honest, my truest opinion about your questions so that you guys can make some results. Okay, so here we go. Let's kick it off. Question number one. This is a good one. I like this one. This is why I picked it to start. How to stay motivated to work out early when you're tired? Now, this is a great question because this is a lot of you and it is all of us at one point or another. Let's be honest. It could be for any reason. You could have been out late partying, drinking, doing all kinds of shit. You get back late. You wake up for your workout. You don't want to get the hell out of bed. You could just be tired for any other reason. You could have a lot of stress going on in your life. You could be, you know, working hard. You could also have just kicked ass on a leg day the day before and you're trying to get up to go to the gym, but you're so damn sore, you can't even straighten your fucking knees out. That could be you guys. And here's what happens and you don't want to get out of bed you're trying to go to the gym you just can't get out of bed so what do you do here's what you do you guys getting motivation is a simple practice all you have to do is get momentum 
And what I mean by momentum is you got to take a task that you can complete on your worst day and make this something you do every single day. So, for example, there's an old like Navy SEALs quote and, you know, motivational sort of discipline story that goes that the first thing you do every single day is you make your bed. Now, is there any reason that the Navy SEALs would make their beds to go kick ass on the battlefield, on their missions, on leading people, on anything they were trying to do? Not specifically, but it kept them disciplined and it gave them momentum, you guys, and that's what you have to create every single day. So, you need a morning routine, a kick fucking ass morning routine, no bullshit, don't get, lay in bed and get on Facebook first thing, get up and kick ass right out the gate. Get up, make your bed. Get up, put your shoes on and hit the street, start running. Get up, do 20 push-ups. Get up, brush your teeth. Get up, put your makeup on, look fancy. Dress up nice. Do something that is routine that you can do every single day no matter what. And if this is getting up and doing five push-ups, great. If you can do five push-ups on your worst day, absolutely great. Do it. Pick that. All you need to do, you guys, is get momentum. So pick something you can do on your absolute worst day and do it every single day, including those days that you need to go to the gym. The idea here being that as you accomplish something, you are setting yourself up to keep accomplishing things throughout the day. It is a satisfying feeling when the first thing you do in the morning is dedicated 100% for you. You wake up, you kick ass, and then you're in the gym before you know it. Question number two. Is it bad to train a body part that is not part of your split for that day? The answer is no. You can absolutely do this, you guys. There is a lot of, you know, bullshit about overtraining going around and all kinds of things. Uh, most of you guys are not training hard enough to overtrain in the first place. So get that overtraining myth out of your head. If you have kicked ass on your workout and you are ready for another exercise, you want to, you feel like hitting the back, you've been doing chest, you feel like hitting a couple exercises for back because it's a weak point, absolutely do it. Get it in there. I do this all the time in my training and I have tons of athletes that I do this. I call this strong point training, okay? And the idea here is being we have no weak points. You don't have any areas that are not up to par. You just have stronger points and strong points. You are strong all around and you have areas you still want to hit target, go ahead and hit your strong points at the end of your workout. Okay, so there is absolutely no problem with doing that, especially if you got the energy and you're feeling good about everything you've done that day. Get it in there. Question number three. What are some ideas for conditioning with free weights, functional flex style? Yes, I love this question. I love giving you guys a little taste of my style. So here's what I would say. If you're trying to do some conditioning with free weights and things like that, first thing you got to do is go invest in a kettlebell or invest in a gym that has kettlebells. Free weights are a kick-ass way to train. Barbells, dumbbells, kettlebells, get them in your routine, okay? Here's what you do. So you get yourself a kettlebell. I want you to do swings. Uh, kettlebell swings. If you don't know how to do them, look it up. You can check out my website. I got some resources on there. Do kettlebell swings. Do sets of 10 to 12 reps, okay? Then you're going to do Turkish get-ups. These are an ancient exercise and they kick fucking ass. And they will kick your ass and you're going to be getting some great conditioning from it. Do sets of five on each side, okay? Then what you're going to do is do some barbell work. This could be just a traditional deadlift if you're not experienced with barbells. But if you know how to do some barbell stuff like cleans and things like that, get some cleans in there. Hang cleans and then floor cleans up to 10, 12 reps. 
Then what you're gonna wanna do is get some good dumbbell work in. You could do some dumbbell crawling with some renegade rowing. That's gonna kick your ass. So basically, just take everything I just said and mix that into a little routine. You could do it on a circuit timer, right? So you could do 40, 20, 40 seconds of work, 20 seconds rest, or you can simply do reps, 10 to 12 rep range. That's gonna give you some kick-ass conditioning. You're gonna be hitting all angles of your body, quick, easy, uh, hardcore workouts, all right? Question number four, how do you eat for fat loss? This is a great question because this is a very common question. I get this all the time. Ryan, should I do low carbs? Should I do macros? What should I do? More protein, less protein. Okay, the, the answer here, you guys, is that it depends on who you are, your diet history, the things you've tried, and the things that have worked. You gotta look at your history, you guys. I'm assuming if you're asking me this question, you've tried something before. You haven't just decided I need to lose fat. How do I do it? If that's the case, just start trying stuff out. First off, just get your calorie intake down. Start tracking your foods, that's it. Track your foods for a couple days and see what kind of calories you're putting in versus what you should be having, and then that might be the only thing you need to start losing fat. Now, if you're more advanced, you've had a history of doing some yo-yo dieting, where you diet really hard, you lose a lot of weight, and then you rebound, you gain more weight than you even had before, and then you lose it again, and you do this in a cycle for years and years, you could have some metabolic stuff that's gonna take a lot more assessment and a lot more background before you really can uh, hone in on getting that extra bit of fat loss. Yeah, low carb works. Yeah, macros works. Yeah, counting your calories works. Yeah, tracking your foods works. Yeah, eating beans all day works. Yeah, protein shakes work. Everything works, you guys. Here's the thing. It doesn't matter. It's all about what works for you and what you can keep consistent. That's what burns fat. Consistency burns fat. No supplements, no diets, no special methods burn fat. Consistency is all you need. Now, uh, question number five. Should you do deadlifts and squats on the same day? Great question. Yes, you can. I'm not going to say you should, but yes, you can. I used to do this all the time. I used to go up to max squat, max deadlift every day. And I actually ended up getting fucking injured. So you can do it, but should you do it? I'm not going to tell you whether or not that is the case because it comes down to your goals, you guys. What's your goal? Why would you do it? If you have a purpose for doing it, do it. This is what you should always ask yourself about your training. Does what I'm about to do today serve a purpose for the goal I want to achieve? So if you want to get really strong at deadlifts and squats and doing it every single day is how you think that's going to work, go ahead and go for it. Otherwise, you're probably just wasting your time. It should serve a purpose. You should know the exact purpose for the exercise and exactly what it's going to do. And it should be a trackable result and you will see the end outcome. If you're just trying to do a bunch of random shit because you say you want stronger legs or whatever, you that's not going to work. That approach will never work. You're going to be working out forever and you're not training for anything. And you guys need to be training. Training means that you have a goal, you've set a plan, and you're tracking the results to make sure you hit that target. Okay, so that's what you do. Yes, you can do squats and deadlifts in the same day if it serves a purpose. Question number six, how to build a bigger booty. Okay, this is pretty easy actually because I train a lot of bikini girls online. And really what it comes down to for glutes, everybody, let me give you the golden ticket here. This costs some people thousands and thousands of dollars to other bullshit coaches, gurus online. Here's what you guys need. Glute activation. That's it. You got to get your ass to work. If you spend any amount of time sitting on your ass, 
It is asleep. You have a sleeping ass. Your glutes are fucking sleeping all day. That's bullshit. So when you sit in the car, your ass is asleep. When you sit in that office, your ass is asleep. When you're watching TV at night, your ass is asleep. So what do you got to do before you train? Do you want to go do squats? You want to do your deadlifts? You want to do all kinds of kickbacks and shit with a sleeping ass? No, it's like a hibernating animal. It's not going to ever wake up and grow. So what you guys got to do is you got to get that glute activated. You can do this through a multitude of methods. You can do a myofascial release where you're rolling, doing a little foam rolling. You can sit on a crossball, roll around on your ass. That's going to wake that shit up. Trust me. If you haven't done that before, do it now. Go get a baseball, softball, a crossball, sit on it and roll your ass out. You're going to feel that shit quick. And that's already going to be waking up those nerves in there and getting that central nervous system to fire up so you can fire that muscle better when you train. The other key is glute activation exercises. I have resources for this on my website. If you guys want to check that out, get over there and learn the glute activation exercises. Pretty easy. So if you combine these two methods, you do some rolling on the ass and then you do some glute activation on the ass, you're gonna, your ass is going to be awake and it's going to be working every single rep for you as you train. And all of a sudden, it's going to grow and your ass is going to have its own area code and then guess what? You're making all kinds of booty gains. Question number seven. How many sets, reps, and exercises in a workout? Okay, good question. Depends on your goals. That's all I can say. If you're training for strength, it's going to be low reps, high sets, and few exercises in general. Okay, we're talking about like five by five routines. We're talking about doing three to four reps for 10 sets. We're talking about doing bench squat dead. These kinds of things, push press, overhead press, strict press, different kinds of just basic movement patterns. And you're doing low reps, high volume, few exercises to achieve maximal strength. Your goal is only strength. That's what you want to do. If your goal is muscle building, you want uh, just the opposite of that. You're going to be at lighter weights, medium to heavy weights, and you're going to be hitting higher numbers of sets and reps. So you're going to be more in that eight to 12 rep range for your reps. And you're going to be in the more of like the four, three to four set range for your sets. So depending on your goals, it's totally different. If you're doing conditioning, things like that, of course you're going to be in the high reps and you're going to be moving quicker. You're going to be doing a lot of supersets and things like that. High, high volume work. Okay, so it depends on your goals uh, and what you're trying to achieve. Question number eight. How many hours of sleep do I need? Well, this is a great question. Do you need how many hours of sleep? Uh, you don't need any specific amount of sleep. It comes down to who you are and what you do every day and how you can function. That's it. I sleep like four and a half to five hours a night and it works well for me because I've optimized a lot of other areas in my life to ensure that I can do that. I'm staying properly hydrated. I'm getting all my vitamins and nutrients. I'm eating well. I'm making sure my body is functioning prime otherwise so that I can sleep four to five hours and I wake up and I'm kicking ass right away. I don't have any hesitation. I get up, I hit the floor, I do my cardio, I do whatever I'm going to do. I do my workout, I lift some weights, I get on the internet and build some new programs, whatever it takes. I read, whatever it is, I'm optimized right away. I feel good. I don't have problems with waking up early and sleeping little amounts. 
Now some of you guys, you may have a mismatch going on where you're eating a bunch of pizza and donuts and shit at night and you can't sleep and then you sleep 10 hours and you wake up and you're still tired of shit and you can't do anything and your workout sucks and then you're stressed at work and then you still can't sleep and then you sleep too much and you don't know how much sleep you need. The bottom line here is, you guys, is if that's you, you're that person who's stressed out, you're stressing your body because you're not eating right, you're not training right, and you're not, and you have a stressful environment at home or at work, then your body is already bogged down with all these other processes. It's trying to counteract the fact that you're experiencing all this stress all day. So you need more sleep to go ahead and flush some of these systems and clean out so that you can get more optimized for your day that way. So it really comes down to how more, uh, how optimized are you on all your other fronts? How's your nutrition, your hydration, your stress levels, your workouts, and how, most importantly, how do you feel? Do you feel good on less sleep or more sleep? You guys can find this out. Don't look at any resources on the internet. Don't ask me any questions about this. All you have to do is assess your body. Look within your body for the questions. Don't look to other online resources with bullshit studies and things like that. Question number nine, and this is the final one, you guys. We're building up time here, and I want you to be able to listen to this quick and start using this shit. I don't want to waste your time. I don't need no three-hour podcast that you forget 95% of all the shit that you learn. So here's what we got. Question number nine. Top reasons my bench is at a halt. First thing I would ask you, great question. First thing I would ask you is, what is your experience with the bench press and what is your experience with strength training? Now, the reason I ask this question is because if you have just started benching or you have just started training for strength, you have been previously experiencing some ridiculous newbie gains. And now, what are newbie gains, right? What the hell? What? Newbie gains are when you're just learning something, right? You're starting with a light weight. You don't know the form. Your form sucks. So your bench sucks. Your exercise sucks. And you're not getting any progress. And then all of a sudden, things start clicking. You're hitting more weight. Your form's getting better. Your technique is getting better. And then you're loading plates on the bar like you're at a Chinese buffet. And now, here's the thing. You're going to be just adding up plates, 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 plates until all of a sudden you can't get any more plates. And now you're sitting here wondering, why is my bench out of hall? What happened? Well, the answer is, you guys, is you got out of the newbie gain zone. This happens with every exercise, by the way. You've gotten out of the newbie gain zone, and now you're into the true strength training zone. This is where you actually have to test your body. It's gonna take some time for your central nervous system to adapt. You're either gonna be at a plateau, or you might even drop down for a while. But if you stay the fight, and you stay the course, and you keep following your program, you're going to eventually rebound and climb higher. You're gonna be higher on the weights, on the reps, whatever. You're gonna be setting PR somewhere, but this is the test. You have to keep grinding. You have to stay the program. You have to stay the course here and follow the routine to see the result. Anybody who has done strength training for any amount of time knows this, and this is another one of those guru secrets I'm going to give you for free right now, you guys. You ready? When you're training for strength or you're training for any goal, fat loss, muscle building, any of that competition, 
There's a, never a linear progression up. You never start at the bottom and just climb to the top. You don't just walk right up a mountain. You have to go up and down in a squiggly line. So if we looked at a graph of your level of progression, it would never be here at the bottom all the way up in a straight line to the top. It's going to instead look like a squiggly line that goes up and down and up and down and up and down. But over time, it is climbing higher and higher. And this is the progression of adaptation. This is what happens when you your body is forced to adapt to a new method of training, a new modality, a new goal, anything. When your body has to adapt, there is always a quick increase of newbie gains and then you drop off. You stay at a plateau or you drop lower and you panic thinking you're losing gains and then all of a sudden if you've stayed the course, you're going to rebound and you're going to come up and you're going to go higher than you were and then when you fall again, which will happen and is to be expected, you're going to be at a higher level than you were the first time. And over time, as you continue to climb and drop, climb and drop, climb and drop, you're getting higher and higher and higher until you're the king of the fucking mountain, okay? But this is the thing. There's so many of you that panic when you get to this point. You get to a plateau or you drop off and you wonder, what? No, I'm losing progress. I have to change my program. I have to change my nutrition. I have to change everything. No, you don't. All you have to do is stay the course because consistency is key here. And over time, you will absolutely climb that motherfucking mountain. All you have to do is stay the course, you guys. Your body will adapt. You're going to get stronger. You're going to burn more fat. You're going to build more muscle. The difference here is, is when you get to this point, instead of panicking, what you need to do is say, oh, here's a plateau. Well, guess what? I planned for this. I expected this moment and I am excited for the gains that I am about to make. This has been the Cavecast number one, you guys, and I had a shitload of fun doing this for you, and I hope you've listened to the entire thing. Now, take your favorite thing from this podcast right now, write it somewhere. could be on a little note, on a paper, whatever. Write it down. This is going to ingrain it in your head, you guys, and now integrate this into your life until the next podcast. I'm going to go ahead and be throwing up another post for questions, and I want you guys to pump them out to me. I love your questions. I want more questions, and I'm going to do my absolute best to give you the content that is going to transform your entire life. You guys fucking rock. It is Ryan, straight from the strength cave. Thank you for listening to the Functional Flex Cavecast. For more, head over to the social media, the Facebook, the Instagram, the Twitter, at Functional Flex. And check out the YouTube channel, the Functional Flex Strength Cave. Visit our website at functionalflexfitness.net and thank you for subscribing to this podcast.